Welcome to Shouts of Grace Radio, practical conversations from God's Word hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson of Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs. At Shouts of Grace Radio, it is our purpose to encourage you to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as a foundation for a genuine relationship with God. Now, let's join Pastor Steve for today's conversation. Hey, welcome back to the program, man. We are so excited that you could join us today. If you are new to Shouts of Grace, we want to welcome you and let you know that um, we have several past broadcasts. I believe we're up to probably about 110 or so. And so if you would like to catch up on any of those or you got a particular topic of interest, you can go to shoutsofgraceradio.com. That's shoutsofgraceradio.com. And there you have about a year and a half worth of uh, worth of um, uh, different topics. And, and, and if you are new, just so you know what Shouts of Grace Radio is, um, we're a, a, a Christian station, a Christian radio program that basically takes uh, the Word of God and, and, and runs through a Christian worldview all of life through that filter. And so, um, man, if, if, if you're new, we want to welcome you. And if you're a returning listener, we want to thank you for your support and also give a shout out and thank Key Radio for their use of the studio. Um, over the past uh, probably year, I've been having a lot of different um, pastor friends of mine on on the broadcast and just talking about a whole host of uh, of topics. And today's none, the, none uh, no different. Only this time, um, not only do I have a, a friend, I have a very good friend, Pastor Sam Gonzalez with uh, Fresh Life in Butte. How are you doing, my brother? Man, I'm doing fantastic. Awesome. Thanks for having me on the show, Steve. No, man. I, I, this is. I've been, I've been waiting to do this, man. I, it's, it's weird because, because you're not, you're not a distant friend, though. Though you live a couple states away, you're actually. I consider you and Kit good friends. And so, how's things going with you guys? Things are great. I mean, the crazy journey of God calling us from Utah to, to Montana has been, been a journey and, and fun, and and we've definitely seen God's hand and God's favor with us. Um, we planted Fresh Life Butte. Um, I think we're on our third year. I think we're gonna be celebrating our third year wow. this September, September 10th. And um, you know, we've seen a lot of lives that have been changed. We've seen a lot of marriages that are being healed. We're seeing people, you know, struggling with addictions being freed. Um, and uh, one of the things that I love seeing is, is is not only those who are you know making those decisions, but going public with their faith. And we just celebrated. I think it was our 80. Fourth baptism. Wow! So it's been really cool to see God's hand and His favor and just healing families, you know, here and and people and individuals and you know here in Butte. So it's been amazing. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I, I see God's doing a great work with you guys and great work with your church, and it's just uh, it's exciting to see, man, when 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 the kingdom of God is being advanced. And so you guys took a step of faith, and, and the Lord's obviously honoring that. Um, you know what what I want to what I want to talk about today, Sam, is is something that I think. Is is a it's something that it's really prevalent in, in our in our society, um, and, and that is just this idea of keeping on, keep going, right? It's it's such a you know we 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 live in a culture that is so fast out of the shoot in so many things. It's like there's excitement. It's like yes, we got it, and, and then as soon as the new becomes old. The, the commitment becomes becomes mm. less and, and and you see that in in not just uh, work and you see that in people's careers uh, but but you see that in, in in their commitment to God or I should say commitment to church or faith or whatever and so what, what I want to do is I kind of want to open us up and, and I want to share a scripture and then I kind of want to get your thoughts and your and your views on For this sure. and, and so we're going to be looking at Hebrews chapter 10 
and 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 the setting is 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 a very um a very tumultuous time where where because persecution has come upon people they're like yeah is this whole christian thing worth it so some are thinking about leaving and so uh in mm. in hebrews chapter 10 it says um in verse um in verse 36 it says therefore do not throw away your confidence which has great reward for you have need of endurance so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive uh, what is promised for. And and here's what a lot of people don't think, Sam. They, when they think of endurance, they don't think of endurance um, and Christianity as something together because a lot of people have kind of a misconception. It's like, hey, I become a Christian. Everything becomes cool. My life becomes better. I'm good with God. God's good with me. I'm good with people. You know, what, what's this whole endurance thing about? And so maybe start us off, kind of push the ball down the down the hill. What, why do we need endurance as a Christian? That's a great question. Life's hard. <laughs> Life can be extremely <laughs> difficult. Um and, and I would say, too, is not just life's hard, but our spiritual lives can be hard, too, because, you know, the Bible, of course, clearly talks about that we have an enemy, an adversary who's against us. So not just is life hard in general, but then we have, you know, a, a spiritual force who, who is uh, very tactfully trying to make it even harder than it is. Um, and, and of course, we're in different seasons, just like in, in, in Utah, you guys probably have some of those beautiful weather, probably in any state around, yeah. um, in Montana, you know, summer lasts for one day here. And it was, I don't know how it is right now for you guys in Utah who are listening, but in Montana on Easter morning, it was 10 degrees and snowing. So, um, but you know, life has seasons and maybe some seasons are easy and some seasons are harder and. Uh, maybe some season feels like winter where it just seems to be going long and cold and dark. And then some seasons, you know, feel bright and, and joyful. I think endurance, it's easy to endure in those good seasons, but sometimes it's not hard to endure in those hard seasons. Um, and I know for me, if any any person listening, any honest person would realize, you know, when it comes to our Christian faith that, um, you know, when we become a Christian, God gives us so many tools and so many blessings, so many things that helps us through these seasons. Um, but that doesn't make it easy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when that truth of endurance is so important and when it when it comes into our life. And just being honest, like I think sometimes we, you know, we think um, maybe if we accept Jesus, then everything's just going to line up and be perfect. And it's not because there's also things that God wants us to do um, that's going to help the things in our life. Uh, to to get aligned and to be easier to endure. But I think endurance is so key to the Christian life. Yeah, you know, I, I think of endurance, you know, in, in the context of exhaustion, right? Like like when you take off and you start running from your house, you you and Kit run, you know, when you yeah. first start, you, you, you've got all this built up energy, your breath's there, everything's good. And, and then somewhere along mile, well, I don't know about you, but for me in mile one, <laughs> somewhere <laughs> along, along mile one or two or three, I, I start to hit this wall of exhaustion and then there's this thing inside me that says, ah, I really can't go any further. Ah, I really can't. I'm, yep. And, you know, and, and I think in Christianity, it's very similar. So, I mean, you've, you've seen a lot of people come to the Lord and in, in where, where you're at. And, and, and you and I served um, before and we saw a lot of people come to the Lord. And there's this shoot out of the gate that's just like you take off from your house, you're running, everything's good. And then they hit this wall in, in, in their walk with God when maybe they anticipate they didn't, they hit something they didn't anticipate. And so talk about, you know, this, this whole idea that, 
um, that there, there is a reward because because Hebrews chapter 10, mm. when it tells us, it says you have need of endurance so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised. A lot of times we get confined to just looking in the moment. We become exhausted. I don't want to do this anymore. But this is telling us to do something different, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, I, I think for, you know, those who who start out quick and, and run real fast, you can definitely tell that they're they're not in the habit of running because <laughs> once you get into a rhythm and a habit of running, you realize that that doesn't work out very well. Um, you know, me and KR, I wouldn't say we're runners. We're, we're trying to run. <laughs> we're, we're trying to get this healthy discipline of running into our lives. Um, I mean, uh, th- thank God that we've actually been able to um, to get better and better at this. Last, last year, I recorded about 43 runs. Um, which I was super proud of in the year before, um, I did not record even close to that. And it has a lot to do with what you're saying, this idea of endurance. And I felt some key truths when it comes to this, using running as an example, and we'll parallel it to our Christian life. Um, I read this amazing book. If people are looking for some good books, it's called Compound Effect. And the, and the basic idea is, is, is um, I like how Craig Groeschel, Pastor Craig Groeschel of Life Church, says that he, you know, he says so many times that we underestimate what we can do in Oh, we, oh, excuse me, we overestimate what we can do in the short term, but we underestimate what we can do in the long term. And the principles of this book, which of course you see in the scriptures is, you know, little choices over a long period of time have massive effects. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to running, it's like, you know, we, we want to be a marathon, marathon runner out of the gate, <laughs> but if, if you haven't built up the endurance and, and the habits of running, uh, if, if you live your Christian faith like that, the minute you come out of the gate, you're running hard. You're gonna you're gonna get wasted so fast, especially like here in Butte, we're a mile high, so it is mm. so much harder to run here than let's say down in you know in, in California by the beach uh, where you're at sea level. So we really have to pace ourselves. And I and I think when it comes to endurance, it's not just the willpower to go longer, but it's the wisdom of knowing yourself. Because I know for me, if I try to run with my wife Kit. She's a way better runner than me. Uh, she's not tired at a mile. <laughs> you know, she might run a little slower than most because you know we're 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 shorter people. For those who don't know me, I'm a <laughs> I'm a Hispanic Latino, and I and I married a, a cute little uh, white lady who's shorter than me. Um, she fits right perfectly into my to my arm. <laughs> um, so we have short shorter legs than most is what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> so it takes us a little bit longer to get places than others. Um, but when she runs, she knows herself so well that um, she can really gauge her length because she knows if she pushes herself, she won't be able to make it to, to mile two or mile three. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, running's a lot harder. So I got to realize like, okay, I can't keep up with her. I got to run at my pace if I'm going to make it to the end. So I think the wisdom of understanding yourself self better helps to, to endure longer. Um, but also I think with that principle, sometimes, um, we expect too much in the short term and not realizing how much we can accomplish in the long term. Um, so taking those, those baby steps to endurance, I think is also key too. So Mm. if we use the example of running, um, I've been, I started off by just doing a mile and, and I didn't try to do the speed of that mile. I just tried to do the length of that mile. And then once I got a few under my belt, I was able to to increase my sp- speed gradually, and it's the same thing with our Christian faith when it comes to this idea of endurance. Is is realizing who you are. The Bible clearly explains who we are. To not have an, an 
to not to not have a, a wrong perspective of who you are, but having a right perspective. Yeah. And then I think also understanding how Christ helps us in this race called the Christian faith, yeah. um, that it's not all on you. So if, if you run without eating or run without drinking, it's going to dramatically affect how you run. At the same thing, if you're not receiving the nurturance that Christ gives us, you know, he's the living yeah. water, he's the bread of life. Um, if you're not receiving those nutrients, um, then you're not going to be able to run the faith the way you should. Or when it comes Amen. to running, we can use the example also of rest. If you're not resting, getting eight to nine hours, then you're not going to run well the next day. So we've actually realized it's not just running that helps us. It's actually our diet. Amen. It's actually Amen. our sleep habits. It's actually um, you know our water intake. Um, you know, if you're drinking soda, you're not going to run as well as a person who's drinking water. And I think you can take those spiritual truths and say the Bible has clearly talked about, you know, taking a Sabbath and resting. That's right. Um, That's right. You know, he's, he's clearly, it's not just talking about Sabbath, but talking about rest as a whole, you know, Christ being our rest, learning how to to trust him and have faith in him and what that pra- what that rest practically looks like in, in our lives. Um, so I think I think we take a lot of those principles from like let's say running as you're mentioning and the endurance of how to run and you can easily find how those relate to our spiritual life too and to get endurance in our Christian faith. Hey, look, I want to I want to we're going to take a short break and I want to come back on the other side of the break, Sam. I want to I want to talk about this idea because it says here, don't throw away your confidence. These people started off with a confidence, but they encountered something that shook their confidence, and I don't think they were quite prepared for that. So, hey, you've been listening to Shouts of Grace. We will be right back. You're listening to Shouts of Grace with Pastor Steve, the radio ministry of Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs, Utah. For more information about Redemption Hill, you can visit our website at rhutah.church. Shouts of Grace Radio is thankful for the encouragement from Key Radio, reaching Utah with the good news of eternal life from their station in Provo, Utah. Now, let's join Pastor Steve for the conclusion of today's conversation. I'm on the phone with a good friend of mine, pastor friend of mine, Sam Gonzalez uh, from Fresh Life in Butte, Montana. And Sam, before the break, we were talking about um, just this idea of running. But but I, I propose to you that that here in Hebrews chapter 10, it talks about the encouragement here is to don't have to, to these people is don't throw away the confidence that you had in the beginning because there is a reward. And, and, and what we see in, in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 34, is that they were hit with some things in life that they weren't anticipating and it and it started to shake them and and so maybe what you can do is is talk about this idea when a person comes to Christ what can they expect? Because there's nothing worse than getting blindsided by something, mm-hmm. right? And I think sometimes people come with a misconception of what it might be. Um, you know, so so if you're going to become a Christian, how we can talk about it at the end of the program how to do that. But what can I expect? Can can I expect a stroll through the grass with God and Him holding my hand and us kind of skating down a pathway and and Him stroking my hair and calling me great and how everything's going to be good? What can I expect as a Christian? So my confidence isn't confidence isn't shaken when something comes my way. Absolutely, I think um, having the right perspective is so vitally important. And what do you mean by um, that? Having the right perspective, the Bible has clearly told us about that 
because of sin, because of, of, of our parents, Adam and Eve, our great, 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 great grandparents, because of this initial sin, death has entered the world. And then, of course, as we continue to sin, there's, there's, there's consequences to that sin. There's, there's, you reap what you sow is kind of how the scripture would explain it. So having the right perspective that there, there's hardships in life. And then the Bible parallels that in many passages with suffering. And it, and it talks so much about this, this idea of suffering and, and just having the right perspective and knowing in this life, it is not, you know, rose colored glasses. It isn't, it isn't heaven. Now we're, we're not in heaven. Now um, we're on, we're on earth where there's sin. So knowing there's these natural things in life that's going to happen like death and, and the death of relationships, the death of physical death, the death of a family member. Sometimes when we lose somebody, um, I think a lot of times we say, God, why would you, why would you allow that? Or why did you do that? And in understanding that death's coming for us all, it's not, it's not if it's when, and I have the privilege of being one of the pastors for Fresh Life Church, where our pastor, Levi Lesko, um, his daughter uh, tragically died of an asthma attack f- at five years of age, five days before Christmas. And he has a wonderful book called Through the Eyes of a Lion. If anyone who's dealt with death um, will give you tremendous uh, perspective uh, to help you through that, because you, really, you don't really get over pain you get through it. Um, so having the right perspective that things, hardships will happen in life. And then also having the perspective of that you have an enemy who's fighting against you, um, who's, who's purposely trying to trip you up, who wants you to fail at this Christian life. So having that proper perspective makes you realize that, that things are going to come that you're going to have to endure. Um, and I would like to share a verse real quick that kind of gets context yeah, yeah. to this. It's First Peter chapter one, verses three through six. It says, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance that is imperishable, Mm. undefiled, unfading, kept in heaven for you. That's given us perspective that there's Mm. something in the future, but we're not there yet. And I think that's the point. In heaven for you, that means we're not in heaven yet. We're not there yet. And he says, who by God's power are being guarded through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. In this, you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you've been grieved by various trials. And, and Peter's just acknowledged, he knows all of us as Christians are going to go through different trials, different sufferings. Um, it says, so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold, that perishes though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And I think that gives us perspective of, of realizing we're not there yet. There is something, um, and that's where hope comes into enduring well, but realizing we're not there yet and we are going to suffer uh, in various different ways. And that's where the importance of endurance comes in. Yeah, amen. In fact, even up earlier in those verses in Hebrews, it says, for you had compassion on those in prison and you joyfully accepted the plundering of your property since you knew that yourselves had a better possession and an abiding one. Therefore, don't throw away your confidence 
because you have great reward. And, and I think that's exactly uh, just kind of tying in with what you said. He, he, here's a group of people that are going through a time in life where, where everything that they held as valuable in this life was being plundered. And Paul says, man, your confidence was that you had something of a better possession and abiding one. So don't throw away your confidence. Keep your eyes there, right? Colossians 3, mm-hmm. you be risen in Christ, set your affection on the things which above where Christ sits at the right hand, right? And not on the things of this world. And so I think, Sam, you hit the nail on the head. But and what I want to do is kind of kind of start to wrap things up here um, in, in the next in the next uh, three, four minutes and, and, and finish off with this because he says you need... You need endurance, okay, so that when you've done the will of God, you can receive the promise. He says, yet in a little while, the coming one um, um, the coming one will come and will not delay, but my righteous one shall live by faith. And I think that that is the key when we talk about not shrinking back and to talk about having endurance. Sam, man, you, I t- talk about not just the faith to save, but the faith to persevere. How can a person have faith to persevere. You know, I know we need to exercise faith when we get saved, but we got to persevere. Where does faith come into that? Yeah, absolutely. That's such a great question, Steve. Um, I would say when it comes to that one, the the biggest thing that I can say is is faith is not blind in the sense of, I think a lot of times you misunderstand, and there's, you know, scripture talks about, um, you know, we walk by faith, not by sight. It's not meaning a blind faith. Faith always comes from something factual, meaning Mm. it's because of the resurrection that we have faith in the things we don't see. Hmm. So we start with with truths, and from those truths, we trust in the things that we don't see. So I think a lot of times when it comes to, to faith, you know, living by faith, it, it's not this blind faith, it's not this blind trust. It's it's always looking back at what God has done to looking ahead to the things that God has promised us. Hmm. And it's saying it's because of example, the resurrection of Christ, that I can trust him, I can have faith in him, that he will, whatever that promise may be to you. Maybe it's the promise of God healing your marriage, or maybe it's, it's, maybe it's you're in financial hardships right now, and it's, it's trusting that God does have your best interest in mind. But I think for me, I can tell people, um, look like the more that you look back at the the truths of God, the things that he has done that really doesn't take faith that, that you can, you can bank on, like you can bank on the resurrection of Christ. If Mm -hmm. you haven't studied it, please do go, go study it. The most historical, reliable event in the history of the world, not just by Christians, but documented by non-Christians. You can, Mm -hmm. you can bank on the truth of that event. And, and and maybe it's the, it's trusting God and his word. And there's so much evidence out there that you can go and establish your faith on. So when it comes to these promises that are not yet, uh, you can say it's because of this, I could trust God in the thing yet I don't see. Amen. Sam, in, in, in the last minute that we have, um, every race has a starting point. Um, if a person wants to start this thing with God, what has to happen? What do they have to realize in the last minute? Tell us what has to happen. Say that again, Steve. I said in the last, in the last 45 seconds or so, tell us where a person has to start with God. Yeah. I would say starting with that God loves you. Mm. I think that's the easiest place to start is once you realize that God loves you, that God's for you, that God's, that God's with you, that God has your best interest in mind in Romans. He says, if he gave you his son, why would he not give you 
all things graciously. Mm. I, I think starting with that and and the more you continue to dive into the love of God, and that is seen most clearly in the death and the burial and the Amen. resurrection of Jesus Christ. Just study that, the basics one-on-one of Christianity. The, the more you see that God loves you, then not only can you build your Amen. faith on that, but it's going to give you everything you need to endure what you're going through right now. Amen. Amen. Spot on. Listen, if you're listening and you've never received Christ, um, your response to God is not initiatory. It is responsive. God's is initiatory. He sent his son to die on the cross for you. And now you get to respond to that or not. If you would like to respond to that by faith, you simply cry out to God in the privacy of your own heart room, wherever it is, God will hear you ask for forgiveness, admit that you're a sinner. Ask him to come into your life, and he will take that. Man, we are out of time for this uh, episode of Shouts of Grace. Sam, I'm going to have you back on, brother. (laughs) I love it, man. I'd love to have it. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Steve. Uh, All right, man. God bless you, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Shouts of Grace Radio, practical conversations from God's Word, hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson. We hope that you have been encouraged to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as the foundation for a genuine relationship with God. If today's conversation encouraged you in your journey following and learning more about Jesus, we would love to hear from you. You can visit us online at shoutsofgraceradio.com. At shoutsofgraceradio.com, you can listen to all of our episodes, share them online with your friends, and find out more about Pastor Steve. Shouts of Grace is an outreach of Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs, Utah. Thank you again for joining us on today's show. And from all of us at Shouts of Grace, it is our prayer that you would grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. Shouts of Grace.